Hey guys, how's it going? I am Dr. Kenya. I am your host for this evening uh, on Wellness Wednesday. So let's explore self-care, dedicate this body or dedicate this day to health and uh, happiness. Learn skills and habits that promote physical, mental, and emotional well-being. Joining us this evening is our very special guest, Dr. Marnie Hill Fadero. And if I mispronounce that name, she will definitely get me straight, I tell you. Uh, I am so honored to have this uh, young angel of light joining us on this evening. Uh, Dr. Marnie Hill Fadero is an award-winning and celebrated author, speaker, and educator. Just to kind of get things started, she earned her doctorate degree in education and completed postdoctoral studies at Harvard University after a very successful and rewarding 35-year career as a high school special education teacher with 12 years as a university adjunct uh, professor. So with no further ado, we are going to bring Dr. Marnie on with us. Hey, Dr. Marnie, how are you? Hey, I'm great. Nice to be here. It is great to have you here. I tell you, uh, you are just a super phenomenal young woman, and I really do appreciate all that you have done, all that you were doing, and all that you will do. <laughs> I know that we had uh, an opportunity to speak some time ago last year, and uh, just when I when I came across you, when we when we interacted, it was just great. I just love your energy. You are a ray of light. And uh, you were just amazing. Oh my gosh, you're you're way too kind. Thank you. <laughs> I'm a fan as well. I love your work, and it it takes a special person to to do a podcast and to be able to connect with so many different people and so many different topics. You know, you have a podcast for each day. So I'm thrilled to be here for Wellness Wednesday. Yeah, we, we're doing Wellness Wednesday with the twist. And I'm looking at your website, God Came to My Garage Cell. I mean, you have just really done some phenomenal things, Morning. You really have. Uh, best Book Awards, award-winning finalist, AmericanBookFest.com, Balboa Press, Hay House Publishing, Arthur Donnie Moore, Morning Hill Federo, God Came to My Garage. So, I mean, just so much stuff here. I mean, so many accomplishments and accolades. I'm on your website uh, just checking it out. God came to my garage sale.com. And I am just, just floored with all of the accomplishments and accolades and, and notable people that you've had in your corner. Yeah. God, is well, awesome. I've been busy. Um, but actually a lot of what I do with writing is extremely solitary. Mm. And, um, but it's, it's been amazing with uh, the writing that I have done, which really is kind of a second career for me, that my work has been well received and endorsed by, you know, some very notable people that I admire. So, so it's really been an honor, um, you know, to, to, to be able to connect with some of these people as well, you know. Yeah, absolutely. And and I, I, I appreciate you sharing that. And it I'm sure it's always uh, great when you're able to connect with certain people uh, in that magnitude and to be endorsed by so many people. Yeah. They see your words, they see your efforts, they see what you are doing. You have accomplished so much in, short, in a such short period of time. And I also want to make mention that you are also uh, uh, 
You also survived uh, family violence and uh, experienced numerous traumas in your life. So let's talk a little bit about that on this um, Wellness Wednesday with a twist, because we're also talking about relationships as well, relationships as it relates to uh, what you had to overcome and the type of relationships that you've built in the past, um, which, you know, leads to where you are today spiritually. Sure. So yeah, tell well, us about that. Go ahead. No, tell us a little bit about your, your past, uh, how you were able to survive uh, family violence and, uh, you know, you experienced numerous trauma-induced uh, STEs, you know, STEs spiritually and transformative encounters. What does that look like, right? Can you paint that picture for us, what you went well, through? Well, sure. You know, um, you know, just like many abuse survivors, for a long time, you don't even realize you're in that situation because um, you're just busy living life going along. In my case, raising a family, working full time in a career that I loved and I was volunteering and, you know, just busy. I ignored so many red flags that um, were really in my face and um, I should have acknowledged. But, you know, I just um, kind of thought, well, because I'm a good person and I'm honest and and I have, you know, um, other people's best interest in mind, I thought, I thought that the people I circled myself with had those same values. Mm -hmm. So I was just blind and I was blindsided, you know, mm -hmm. but that happens to a lot of people. Um, and so I chose to, to divorce my abuser after 27 years. So that's a long time. Yeah, it's, you know, well, and actually when, when you leave a situation, there's a lot of repercussions and, um, it's a very scary thing to leave. Actually, in some ways it's easier to stay. Um, and definitely it would have been probably easier in some ways for the adult children, because, you know, then their whole world didn't get turned upside down. But at the same time, as a mother, and, and this can happen to fathers as well. There's, it's not a gender specific situation at all. But in, in my case, I wanted to continue to role model for my adult children. And, and I think part of that is, you know, um, giving them the message too, that, you know, if someone treats you poorly or if things are, are toxic or dangerous, or there's a lot of dishonesty, you know, that it's not necessarily a healthy thing to stay in that. So you know, if I would have stayed, I would have been role modeling that, hey, it's okay, that this is how you're supposed to live. And, and, um, and, and that wouldn't have been good. So, so anyway, in the midst of, of, you know, leaving, um, and like I said, a lot of abuse actually ramps up after you escape or leave a situation, you know, I lost everything, I lost my home, my money, my belongings, but you know, that happens to a lot of people. And, and luckily, even though I enjoyed the material possessions, I, that didn't define me right. who I was because I am, you know, in my heart and soul, I am a spiritual being, but I wasn't always a spiritual being. I had to have a garage sale. And um, at that garage sale, there were some miracles that really opened up my heart and soul and mind that, you know, there were signs and synchronicities that I should be paying attention to. Mm -hmm. And that, you know, for, from someone who really didn't have a background of faith, um, you know, or exposure to organized religion or spirituality, this really 
was a game changer for me. And so much so, and it was, you know, in the midst of what could be so terrible and sad and, you know, all the negative emotions could come out. I actually had wonderful positive emotions of mm-hmm. that I was surrounded with, with love and that I would be okay. But I was prompted to write my spiritual fiction, which you mentioned, which is God came to my garage sale. And that was, I guess, the start of my writing journey. <laughs> so not only did you write it, but it's in, uh, what was it, 2020 uh, award winning? Yeah, yeah, book? won the yes. Best Books Award. And, and actually, I just won another one for this particular book with a five-star review, like a reader's favorite or something. Wow. So that was really cool. And, you know, I mean, I'm not so much into needing awards and, and labels. And even when it comes to degrees and everything like that, I'm more of just people are people. And, you know, if it resonates with someone and if it makes them happy or um, opens their eyes to, you know, hey, maybe they had some experiences and it can validate that for them. Then, then I think that that's good. But it's, it was definitely a healing process for me um, because, you know, life as I knew it completely turned upside down. And, and luckily, I was pretty close to retiring from a, a successful 35-year career as a high school teacher. And, um, you know, I, I knew I was going to be changing my life. I didn't quite know at the time I would be changing where I lived completely. I moved <laughs> to the Caribbean, which I just love. Um, I've been here almost three years. And so, you know, so life really did change. And it's, you know, all of us, myself included, have had many, many challenges, you know, especially the last couple of years. But I don't know. I've just always had a positive energy about myself. And I've always believe that goodness and truth will prevail. And, and justice doesn't always prevail, but I just believe goodness does. And, and that's what I'm all about. And if I um, can share that with other people through my writing, I'm, I'm happy to do that. I appreciate that. You certainly have a, have a great heart and a great spirit. And uh, we need more people in the world like that. And uh, I tell you, I am just so amazed at uh, your endorsements. Uh, you have one endorsement yeah. that was prominently endorsed by James Redfield, right? Yeah. The author of the uh, Celestine Prophecy uh, series of books. And uh, I know that you are also a lover of animals and nature and music, and you love to travel the world, and uh-huh. uh, you're full of love and compassion. So I know uh, some of those great things about you. Uh, well, love is the highest vibration, I believe. Yes. I just believe that we're all here, you know, to learn lessons, but to also love one another. That doesn't mean that you put up with, you know, toxic situations, but you still can wish your abusers or negative people love and pray for them and hope that, you know, they will be shown some divine light or intervention to, to help them on a path where, you know, they can feel better about themselves so they can treat people better. Yes, love thy neighbor as you love thyself. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that's important that we talk about these things on our Wellness Wednesday show because um, we are talking about uh, strengthening the mind, uh, emotional healing, um, physical healing, spiritual healing, all of those 
components of healing are very, very, very important. And you cannot have one without having the other. Um, and so I just really appreciate you for being with us today on this Wellness Wednesday show as we talk about um, some of these matters that are very, uh, very important and pertinent to uh, what we are what we are experiencing today. You had to overcome uh, quite a few challenges in your lifetime, and I know it wasn't easy going through what you went through, but you made it. Right, and actually part of the, the process is for me, realizing you can't control other people and what they're going to do. You can't control situations that you are in, but you can control yourself and how you respond to them. Because if, if you don't respond to them in a positive way, even emotional or mental challenges can you know, manifest themselves into physical ailments. So, you know, um, when I was, you know, in the throes of the abuse, which I really didn't always recognize as abuse, I was, I had some physical ailments. And it's amazing that when you remove toxicity from your life, um, that it really can impact you physically. And I am just the healthiest I've ever been. And and happy and all of that. So I think that's important. But another thing, Dr. Kingnia, that's important is for you to reflect and, and do some of the inner work. Yes. Like look at yourself and look at your own childhood, you know, experiences, possible intergenerational abuse. And that was really hard for me to do, um, to come to terms with, hey, not all family members, you know, have your back like you think. And that, you know, some of the reason why you were a target for an abuser, you know, being an overgiver, being accepting of bad behavior and just moving on and, and kind of burying it deep and, and not talking about it. Um, you know, I think some of those things, you know, you can kind of trace back to your childhood and, and your own experiences. And so you, you know, I think that's important too. It's, it's not that we're pointing the fingers at other people, you know, definitely abusers have an agenda. And when parental alienation is, is involved, which that has happened to me with adult, adult children, not little kids. Um, luckily, I, I didn't have to deal with minor children with this, because that would have been a whole legal nightmare. It's already, you know, abusers do love to use the court systems to, to get you, you know, in chaos, to have you lose more money, to have you live in fear and that kind of thing, you know, and I've, I've had so much of that, that it doesn't really phase me anymore that I've, you know, like I said, justice doesn't always prevail, but the truth the truth does, and, yes. and the players in the game know what the truth is, and, yes. and that's just how it is, and so I'm, I, I still think that it's good to speak out about it and bring awareness, because there are a lot of people at various stages of, you know, their healing journey, and, and so it's very easy to be, feel alone. I mean, you're isolated. That's definitely a tactic you know, you're gaslit, you're isolated from your, your support system. You know, it's very easy to feel alone. So I think our voices matter. And, and so that's why not only am I speaking out just about how do you survive these things, but I've also 
um, written a four book series called True to See False Love. And, and it's, a, it's almost like a, a creative response to what I've been through. And, and so in my healing, I found that very helpful. And maybe that kind of approach could resonate with another person. And, you know, even if you just help one person out there, you know, you've, you've made a difference, you know? Truly amazing stuff, you know, um, consciously and subconsciously, you know, it is important to heal emotional trauma because uh, stress causes emotional wounds that develop cancer somewhere in the body. And, you know, we were just kind of talking about that. Uh, You know, we need energy healing, emotional healing, and spiritual healing, uh, which is a deliberate and energetic way to reconnect to a biological system that restores our bodies uh, back to homeostasis. So, you know, it's it's important that we uh, that we add the power of prayer, right, to 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 this life, right, uh, and forgiveness, learning to forgive ourselves, right. That's the biggest, yeah. Yes, yes, learning to forgive ourselves is the biggest step that anyone can take. Now, right. one of the next steps is learning to forgive other people. Sure. Right? You know, so but uh, I am just and some of that, some of that to forgive other people. And to try to understand abusers, you know, mm-hmm. um, because they are there are so many of them are predators um, and it can be men or women, um, you know, it can be young and old. Um, but, you know, part of it is trying to educate yourself on the dynamics of their personality disorder. Uh, you know, of yeah. course, they're not officially diagnosed. Um, nor do they even believe that they have a role in anything. Many of them, you know, play the victim card and it's all about the other person, but, you know, they, so many of them have certain traits that are very, very common that you could almost put into a category, but, you know, I think education and research on that is extremely helpful because then you start to understand hey, that looks familiar, or I experienced that. In fact, you know, the first book in the True Deceit, False Love series, Mm -hmm. um, you know, that I did, that's, it has 15,555 terms on domestic violence, narcissistic abuse, and parental alienation. And actually, just reading these terms can, you know, people can, uh, kind of put the pieces of the puzzle of their own trauma story together, you know? So I really believe that you have to do the work yourself. I mean, it's good to look up things and then to connect the dots to your own experience. So that's kind of what that, that book is all about, the first book. And, you know, it, it, I didn't plan on writing this series. I, I've thought about it, but you know, I found I was writing down terms I didn't even know. And just for me to look up later to say, you know, God, people on these podcasts or in this literature, they're mentioning so many of these different terms. I didn't know what they meant. I don't even think I knew what narcissism was. Um, because, you know, I was kind of living in a bubble, I suppose. But but now I know. and And because I was able to kind of look it up and really see the connections to, you know, what I had been experiencing. So research is very important, forgiving ourselves 
And then it can lead to forgiving others when you can figure out that, you know, these are damaged people themselves. They, they have their own traumas mm -hmm. and that make them at a very early age behave the way that they do. And, and they can be, they can fool you for years. They oh, can yes. fool you for years. And, you know, not to say people can't change, but a lot of them don't. And, and, you know, understanding that and getting away from it is, is actually a very healthy thing because now you can open up your heart and your life to other people that have like-minded views that, you know, are honest, that are caring, you know, that really understand and get it. Yes. And so I would say, even though my circle of friends or family who are around me are much small, it's smaller now than it was. It's got more quality. So the quality is better than the quantity. And, uh, you know, and that's true for a lot of things, but it's also true for who you let into your life. That's right. That's right. And I think that you are doing a phenomenal job uh, in protecting your heart and who you let into your life. I'm just looking at some of your uh, your great accomplishments with your best-selling authors international uh, member award. Yeah, um, I just got that. I had no idea that, that <laughs> they, I was just informed that I was inducted into this organization. It's like, wow, okay. It that gets, was cool. Unexpected. It, it, mm -hmm. it gets better. Reader's favorite, five stars. Yeah. Number one bestseller international, another anthology. We're all in the in this together. Embrace yeah. one another. Yeah, that was your August uh, 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 piece, and then uh, surviving and healing after losing your children to per, uh, parental alienation. You hopefully have... not forever, but you know, definitely these adult children, you know, have been brainwashed. Mm -hmm. You know when. And anyone who knows anything about parental alienation and the research behind it, you know, it's it's definitely where one parent, either a father or a mother, you know, really wants to destroy their ex-spouse. But in doing so, they're really hurting the children more than they are the ex-spouse. It's, it's painful, yes, but we, you know, when we're older and we can see the bigger picture, we're able to cope with it. You know, the, the young and adult children are, are really in a tough situation. They, they are bought off, they live in fear, you know, they're, learn, they're, they're taught to hate. And it's, it's amazing because, I mean, it's mind boggling actually to understand because, you, you know, in my case, I had over 20 years that where they would know better, you would think, you know, and then some people think, well, you must have really done something bad to have a child estranged from you. But that's not the case. It really is one malevolent person out to destroy. And, and what happens when these kids um, are alienated from the loving parent, there's this, you know, it's all love or all hate. There's no kind of gray area in there. They also cut off the love and connections with that entire side of the family um, immediately. And that's definitely a red sign so that, you know, if, if you, you know, if any of your viewers or listeners know of someone that, 
you know, has nothing to do with one parent and that entire side of the family, there's probably some alienation going in there. It's not to say that, that there aren't real cases of abuse, but you know, it's in, in this kind of situation, there isn't, but it's a challenging thing. And I think, you know, um, the writing has been very healing for me, but it's also to bring awareness to it, not only to other survivors, but eventually to my own adult children, if they ever want to look me up and say, say, wow, mom has, has done a lot of writing here and she really is talking about this stuff. Maybe I need to look into it. Maybe I need to, you know, think back and realize, you know, she's not all these things that I've been told. Yeah. You know, Morning, let's 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 do something differently. Sure. If if you could say something to your children, what would you say to your babies? I would just say I love them to the moon and back. It's all about love. And that I understand that they have a journey. I understand that they need, you know, it's not their fault. It's not their fault. You guys, it's not your fault. You were put into this situation, but please realize that there's a lot more to it than you think. And, you know, my love is, is unconditional. It will always be there. I'm always with you. And, um, you know, but you, I do respect and understand that you got your journey and you need to figure it out. I just hope it's sooner than later. You know, I figured out my mom's situation after she had passed. And so I am actually in my next anthology book called Passing the Pearls, um, which is uh, just a wonderful uh, writing endeavor where we talk about our mothers or grandmothers and the impact that they had. I am just really devoting a lot of time to um, acknowledging my mother and hoping in spirit that she is looking down and saying, hey, Marnie, you finally got it. Okay, it took 60 years, but you finally <laughs> got it. And, you know, but it's my awareness has kind of changed the dynamics with, you know, the other parent. you know, because I, I, I really can't ignore some of these things. And if I want to break a generational curse, I need to just put up some boundaries and say, you know, I, I understand a little bit more, it's, it, you know, of what, what's happened. So unfortunately it came very late for me for my light bulb, but boy, when my light bulb came on, I really, really got it. I'm, I'm hoping for my own children that, you know, it won't be when they're 60 years old that they finally figure it out like me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, as they say, better late than never, right? Yeah, sure. And it does hurt. You know, I, I yeah. understand the pain that you yeah. feel. Yeah. Uh, being a victim of domestic violence myself, being a victim of parental alienation. And my children were very young, nine and 10. Oh, I'm and it happened to me. So that was, we're coming up on five years now. Coming up on five years now. You know, and it is a heart-wrenching pain, a pain that I would never, ever wish on anyone, Dr. Morning. No, I know. There are so many wonderful fathers like yourself and so many wonderful mothers like, like myself, I believe. Yes. 
that yes. that are living their they have to navigate their lives without their children yes, and it, it is not a natural thing to to experience and and what's hard you know it's hard for us but it's just it's so painful to know that the kids are going to have to go through a whole lot and and sometimes they don't even figure it out until after they are older possibly in a relationship married or partnered and might even have children of their own and experience alienation then and then it might be like wow okay this is kind of what happened to my dad or my mom yeah. you know we have to do everything that we can now to break those chains of inner, you know, generational curses and, and yes. traumas. We have to do that yeah. now because, you know, the world needs to see something different. The world right. needs to see that we can have balance, that we can come together as man and woman and heal this world and make this world a better place in order and for honesty us to is honesty is a big part of it right. and you know so so i've been so fortunate to you know i've decided you know i still want to live life i still have light within me and so even though I am living life without my children, I am living a beautiful life mm -hmm. and I'm taking care of myself and I'm enjoying God's beautiful world. Living in the Caribbean, I, I live in the rainforest, but I'm minutes from the ocean and I'm just, uh, every day is a new adventure here. And I, I just, um, you know, I'm just so blessed that, you know, I have whatever it takes within me to, to carry on and, mm -hmm. and, you know, know that I've, I've done the absolute best I can and reaching out the most I can. And, you know, hopefully through my writing, you know, um, someday they'll take a look. And I trust that they will uh, definitely take a look and take a listen. And one day they'll see you on TV as well, talking about these things and your experiences and whatnot. And, you know, as long as you continue to pray and stay hopeful, then everything will be okay. Yeah. You have a, a radiant light glowing from your heart and your aura, and they will see that. They will well, see Well, you that. too, you too. And I just <laughs> only wish for healing and love to come your way as well love and light most definitely so let's talk about this uh blue talks presents business life and the universe what's up with that volume one volume two what's going on well actually i think there are five volumes now but that is an anthology book that i was involved in. so anthologies are multi-author books and mm -hmm. i was so thrilled to be recommended to be part of the blue talks presents um, in fact, I was supposed to speak at Columbia University in New York City this past fall, um, but because of travel restrictions and everything, I, I you know, it's, it's different. If I had been living in the States, it might have been different than living across the ocean. Mm -hmm. So, um, uh, but anyway, um, Corey Poirier is the founder of Blue Talks. And so Blue, B-L-U, stands for Business life and the universe. So he describes blue talks like TED talks. So a lot of us know what a TED talk is. TED talks meets chicken soup for the soul. And so actually Jack Canfield um, really endorsed the blue talks series as well. So they are not only there are books, I'm in volume two of blue talks. Mm 
-hmm. And I think with that particular anthology, my I didn't really talk about domestic violence or anything in that book. My my uh, essay, my chapter was on going from an, a devout atheist to an unwavering believer. So I talk more about the spiritual experiences in that. But the, the Blue Talks um, not only has these amazing books with amazing authors, and I've met so many cool people with all different kinds of stories from all over the world, um, they also do live events, and then you can also just check out Blue Talks um, presents, you know, just on YouTube channels. Mm -hmm. They they interview different people that are that uh, have a great message, you know, uh -huh. and they. So it's so it was a really cool endeavor to be in. Um, it wasn't my first anthology, but it certainly was a significant one. It sounds like it was. I, yeah, I tell it was you. a lot of fun. It sounds like it was a lot of fun. You were just on a roll. And we are at February uh, 2022. You had uh, a True Deceit, False Love series. It's featured, actually, and it will be featured in the May and June issues of Poets and Writers. Yeah, it is. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's coming up. Uh, so, yeah, that's what, four series there? Three series? Right. And yeah, I actually, I've got, it's a four-book series. Mm -hmm. um, the The... First book, like I told you, were the terms and phrases. The second book is acrostic poetry. So mm. I wrote 13 poems for each letter of the alphabet. And it's acrostic poetry where you write a term vertically and then you, you know, add on sentences or words to make poems. And it's not necessarily autobiographical. It's really gender and role neutral. So it could be a dad, you know, the poem could be from a dad's point of view. It could be from a mom's point of view, from a kid, from a grandparent. Um, it could actually be a boss or a worker, you know, because there's a lot of, you know, toxic dynamics within work relationships and, and situations. And so um, that was very healing to do, but it was also very fun. I actually put myself into the abuser's mindset, even though it's very hard to think like a criminal when you're not a criminal, but it, it was very healing to try to put myself in the abuser's shoes and what they might be thinking um, while they are interacting and trying to destroy people's lives. So, uh, but that book, Acrostic Poetry, um, you know, is the second book. The third book is actually a workbook. It's a, the third book is a red book. Um, it's a survivor's workbook for other people who want to um, want to write and think that, you know, for them, if they think that poetry might be helpful, mm -hmm. they'll have that. And then the fourth book is at the publishers now. So it's, <laughs> yeah, just, just today, actually, just today. So, um, and that is free verse poetry. So, and then these, these four books were all endorsed by some amazing people that actually in many ways were my mentors and, and people that really had an influence on me. One of them is Jennifer, Dr. Jennifer Harmon, who is a researcher out of Colorado, um, just who deals with parental alienation. So she found value in what I was doing and, and supported me. And that was just so awesome because I admire what she does. You know, it's, she does a lot more than just talk about all this. She actually conducts research to, 
to really make a difference, especially in the legal side of things, because there's so many people that need help with the legal, you know, with parental alienation. But I also have Dr. Sam Vaknin, um, a self-proclaimed narcissist, um, but definitely an influencer in the in this abuse recovery community. He's from North Macedonia, but he actually coined a lot of these terms. Oh, wow. So like, even if you hear the term no contact, mm-hmm. he coined that term and mm-hmm. made it official along mm-hmm. with many, many others. Um, and he he is definitely someone to check out. And Tracy A. Malone was part of this. And Lisa A. Romano, um, she's the breakthrough life coach. I mean, she she is someone that just helps so many people, you know, with her podcast. Tamara Gerstemeyer Sweeney, an amazing survivor of parental alienation. She's been alienated from four children for 10 years, over 10 years. It's just mind boggling, but she's also doing some amazing things, trying to, to heal, but, you know, and survive. And, and just like me, both of us are still back in the courts with, with, you know, our, our abusers, unfortunately, because they just obsess over you. So anyway, I have some great endorsers. And then in the second book, yes. uh, second and third book, I have um, endorsements from Ashley Burgess. And <laughs> yeah, you know, she's awesome. And yeah. Paxton of NARC Abuse TV, um, Anushka of Ask Anushka, Sherry McGregor, who is also another amazing um, writer um, to help people. She wrote a couple books and a workbook called Done With the Crying to help (laughs) parents of of estranged children. And then a really neat guy that I followed, um, very, very interesting, but he totally gets it. And his, he only goes by um, Narc Survivor. So I don't even know his real name, but, you know, that's okay. So so luckily, you know, people, there are people that, you know, have endorsed the books. And I think that that helps bring awareness and, and also gives me validation that, you know, hey, I'm, I'm doing something that's contributing to yes. all the wonderful stuff that's out there. You are. You are doing more than just contributing. You are a pillar. And uh, I really appreciate all that you're doing, your tenacity, your drive, your ambition. This is just the beginning. I am three years from now. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I just I, I can just imagine where you will be three years from now. It is just definitely amazing and i'm so glad that you uh reconnected with me and that we're having this this interview is there anything you'd like to share with our listeners today um that may be battling with um parental alienation or trauma uh domestic violence uh, uh, go ahead and speak to the audience uh, from your heart space well definitely keep tuning into this podcast because you will get um, a lot of information, a lot of insight, you know, and um, meet many different people that you interview with the different topics that you have. So definitely tune in to this website as long as well as many other websites. But, you know, doing the work, um, the inner work, as well as the investigative work, you know, the research to try to understand 
different terms or different experiences of what you've gone through can help make sense of it. And then taking care of yourself is a big thing. Um, they, they, you know, you hear practice self-love all the time, self-care, you know, and that's kind of an overused term, but it's so significant to do things for you physically and emotionally that bring you joy or um, bring you healing and peace. And then I would say to anyone, you know, um, we all go through ch challenges. We all have our own story um, and realize that you can overcome pretty much anything. If you can put your mind to it, if you can put your heart into it, if you can um, accept some things, you know, accept things that you cannot change. But change the things you can. That's right. And you know that that goodness should and and will prevail at some point. But just hang in there and realize that love is the highest vibration. And if you can handle everything with a lens of love um, and compassion, then then you're on your way to healing. And certainly. Um, on your way to to making your situation better for yourself. Absolutely. Now, Dr. Morning, I know that you're not on a lot of social media. Yeah, so okay. uh, we'd like to direct our audience to your website at this point again. And that is GodCameToMyGarageSale.com. Yes. GodCameToMyGarageSale.com. Um, now, you, you don't currently have a podcast. Is that something in the future that you'd like to... No, and we talked about that. We talked about that. No, I, you know, but I'm happy to, to interview, but no, I don't think, I mean, I've actually amazed myself with the technology that I've even been able to be a participant here because really I don't want, I, I want to spend my days enjoying my, the beautiful surroundings that I have here. And, and I, I know it would take a lot to, to work on. And I guess I'm more comfortable with writing than I would be um, kind of organizing a podcast, but I sure I'm glad you have a podcast. <laughs> well, you know, you're welcome here anytime and we'll no, definitely thanks. pick up again to have you back for sure. Um, this has just really been amazing. And I am just so, so glad. Uh, I'd like to end with an affirmation. Today is Wellness Wednesday. Uh, as always, I ask you guys to take a few moments to just breathe. Inhale life, exhale toxicity. Mm -hmm. Inhale life, exhale toxicity. Inhale life, exhale toxicity. Now you know when you can just breathe, you can always get it done. And you can get it done, no excuses. And with no excuses, never give up on pursuing your dreams. So that's it, guys. Just breathe, get it done, no excuses, never give up on pursuing your dreams. Dr. Morning, I'll let you close us out with an affirmation from your own heart. Oh, gosh. Um, there are so many affirmations, just, you know, I am worthy. I am, this isn't necessarily me. I'm just saying this for everyone to say, I am worthy. I am loved. And 
I will be okay. Absolutely. I appreciate that. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to another episode of Dr. Kenya Speaks Network. I am Dr. Kenya. Today is our Wellness Wednesdays uh, podcast, and our very special guest is Dr. Marnie Hill Federo. For that, did I say it right? It's Faderero. It's, it's fine. Marnie is, Marnie is fine. Dr. Marnie, it, this has yeah. been a great great uh, moment and, and I appreciate you, your energy and all that you're doing. So I wish you the very best and I will see you again on our very next upcoming episode real soon. So, all right. Very great. cool. Thank you Thank so you. much for having not me. A, not a problem. I appreciate you guys. Go ahead again. Check out her, poc- her, her podcast on Speaking It Into Existence. Check out our website, God came to my garage cell.com. No, Dr. Morney is not creating a podcast. Okay. Uh, no. Nope. Check out our website, buy her books. Uh, God came to my garage cell. It is, uh, it has been acclaimed uh, 2020 best book award winning spiritual fiction, also endorsed by James Redfield, who is the best selling author of the Celestine Prophecy series of books, along with others. Right. And the True Deceit False Love series um, kind of goes along with what we talked about. Okay. So uh, pretty soon the fourth book will be out as well. So it's a four book series, True Deceit False Love. I love it. I love it. Congratulations on all your success and may your endeavors continue to shine a light and be a blessing and healing for others that have experienced what you've experienced and that are that are currently going through what they're going through in their life. Right. Yeah, it will so be my, okay. Just hang in there and stay positive and realize that love, love will see you through. Absolutely. I appreciate you so much. Thank you. God bless yeah, you. Yeah, thank you. Take care. Have a good night. All right, bye-bye.